Well, hi, everybody. It's Kim Winter here from Logistics Executive Group and another of our series of interviewing business leaders around the world. And today I'm uh, very pleased to introduce uh, a special guest uh, all the way from uh, my homeland in New Zealand. And uh, his name is Max Whitehead. And Max is um, a media uh, raconteur uh, in New Zealand. Uh, is the chief operating officer of uh, Small Business Voice in New Zealand, has got a quite a long history in employment law, employment uh, representation of various groups on both sides of the counter, and we'll talk about that later. Um, and uh, he's also had a number of media uh, platforms in regards to television, commentator, radio, and general raconteur, as I said, in terms of uh, contemporary New Zealand. Uh, without further ado, Max Whitehead, welcome from where in New Zealand? Hi, Kim. Yes, I'm in Auckland, New Zealand, which is probably the largest city we have in our, our little nation down in the bottom of the Pacific. Um, we're a tiny little nation, but we reckon we pack a big impact. And uh, possibly we, a lot of people have heard of us now. And uh, with you doing the show like this, I mean, obviously everyone hears that accent and you sound pretty familiar to me, but um, <laughs> here's two strange accents. Yeah, I think we're a bit uh, we're a bit weird for most people in terms of the accent, but you know that is what it is. We're a bit special in our own way. Um, Max, absolute uh, delight to have you on, and uh, of course, uh, caught up pre-show, and uh, I've learned a lot about your background by following you on LinkedIn. Um, you've have a number of uh, really interesting platforms and engagements around LinkedIn continuously. So I recommend everybody uh, follow Max on LinkedIn and we'll have the details uh, as you're reading this, as you're listening to this uh, you and seeing it, you'll be able to see we get hold of Max. Um, Max, I really just wanted to have a, have a very, very quick uh, insight into uh, your, your current business situation. Um, what you're currently doing in New Zealand. Um, who, when we talk about uh, the, the Whitehead Group, what's the main function of the organisation currently? Um, we have we have expertise in employment law, and um, but more more importantly, we cover in terms of the CEO, the Small Business Voice. We're representing small businesses um, in a in a general field, and and we go on where we. We're often covered by the media. The media often knock on my door for comment and regarding you know the impacts on small business and anything to do with employment law. They knock on my door as well. So I do make regular appearances on radio, TV in New Zealand here. Yeah, anywhere else in the world, I'm probably this is the first time you've ever heard or seen of me. But uh, it, it's it's not my name's not unusual over here. A um, couple of things. If um, in, in, I do uh, every second day, we um, put something up on LinkedIn that Kim mentioned before um, about small businesses. So uh, I've got a, a friend at the moment, Vaughan, and we're doing them every two days. And it's just issues that we're finding in New Zealand. So if you, if you guys are interested in New Zealand, and hopefully after Kim and I have had a good chat, um, you might see some opportunities uh, within your business spectrum to um, touch base here in New Zealand. Awesome. And of course, uh, so thanks for that, Max. And of course, in any economy anywhere in the world, and we'll talk a little bit more about New Zealand for those who don't know a lot about New Zealand without plugging it too much, but there are some reasonably interesting and unique things, I think, in a global scale. Media um, has been focusing on New Zealand on a couple of different areas recently. 
Um, but in any economy, uh, it's, it must be between 80 and 90% of businesses are actually small businesses and are the major contributors to tax. Uh, we're not like some of the big media and uh, online companies that manage to uh, bury their taxation <laughs> and going into off the various countries around the world and ending up uh, earning billions and paying zero tax. Um, so talk to us a little bit about, you know, the, the ecosystem um, the, the sort of environment uh, for small businesses in general, uh, and in particular in New Zealand, and, and how they look, what sort of shape and size are they? Yeah, sure. And um, New Zealand's renowned for being very easy to set up a business, very easy, and it is easy. Um, and what, what's actually happened has been the, the bigger organisations have come in here, and even our governmental organisations have had a lot of difficulty with complex employment laws. So what they've done is actually uh, released their employees and re-engaged, um, re-engaged them back quite often as contractors. So we have a, a nation of contractors. Um, so I, would, I can say to you now that 93% of all um, uh, organisations in New Zealand, 93% are small businesses. A small business is defined as something less than 20 people. So, um, and look, the bigger businesses have huge domination in here. They, they're still um, employing about up to 50, over 50% of our, um, our employees in New Zealand. Um, the rest of the, um, of, of that proportion, which is about 40 odd percent, is um, employed by these, us, the small business sector. But um, as, as I said before, it's very easy to set up in New Zealand and uh, um, it's it's not a complex issue. You can register your business online. You don't need high credentials. Um, you should have an interest in New Zealand and they'll be checking for that. But certainly uh, it, it's easy. From my perspective, who reside in New Zealand, I could probably set up a business within, within half a day and um, and be up and running. So um, Kim, you might remember that from your days when you were way back here. Uh, it, it's what New Zealand's renowned for has been easy. Um, yeah. Is it easy um, trading in New Zealand? It, it probably is, I would think, compared to other countries. Um, you can trade depending on what your commodity is or what your service is that you're offering. And uh, it, their opportunities are here. Um, we're a nation where um, we're, we're a, a nation that's probably deemed to be in the civilized world, if you like. We're um, we're quite progressed, but uh, with that, we're not up at the higher level. So the income for the average New Zealand is down compared to um, some OECD countries. But um, in New Zealand here, we we find that um, we can cope, we can live. Um, but the, what's happened over the, and, and Kim, I suspect this has happened nationwide, is those that have wealth have gone up the ladder higher and those that haven't got wealth are seem to be struggling. And the wages that um, were paid of yesteryear and still being paid today are not not sufficient. So there is difficulties. We're not living in poverty in New Zealand. There is some people that are impoverished, but uh, it's not a, a not not a huge proportion of us. As yeah. much as the the government are, are pulled over the over the coals for it, it's it's not a huge proportion. We talk about the homeless people in New Zealand, they and they do exist, but um, they are generally um, on the streets. Um, and some of them prefer to live there, but then there is those that are um, struggling to make a living and to pay rent and to live in a home, mm. and, uh, and that makes it particularly hard. 
Okay. So I've been out of New Zealand now, as you're probably aware from our conversations, for well over 30 years, uh, although with quick trips back for absolutely amazing holidays. But um, talk, talk to us a little bit about um, the current contemporary mix of business. What is What are the, the main sectors, maybe three or four top sectors um, of business in New Zealand, and, and how does small business play into that? Sure. Um, we're sort of a lean green country, and what we've got is a lot of for food products, forestry products, those things we do very, very well. Um, our biggest commodity, I think we, well, the most popular one is, is um, our dairy industry. So we uh, have a lot of green fields out here, and um, that's definitely kept us running for many, many years since wartime. We relied on um, Britain to buy our commodities in those days, but they turned their back on us after the war which was quite sad after we lost quite a few thousand people in that war in supporting Britain. But um, they uh, then we, you know, we've joined the European market for a while, and but we're able to hold our head up still and uh, keep going quite well and comfortably. But um, dairy seems to dominate it. We do very well in wines, New Zealand wines. If you probably go to your shelf anywhere in the world, you'll probably see New Zealand wines. Yep. Our timber, we're um, exporting miles and miles of timber. We can grow our pine here very quickly. Um, seven years, eight years, we can have a, a pine tree ready, bang, sawn, down, and our sh- shipload after shipload of it going out of here. So sustainable um, forestry? It is It is arguable at the moment because obviously um, it, the forestry damages the land as it, as it progresses. And, of course, the world is now trying to be uh, more eco-efficiency and also those sort of factors. So there's a lot of pressure on that industry right now. Um, and, of course, that pressure uh, is also hitting our farming industry. And a lot of overseas uh, people are coming into New Zealand now trying to buy up that, that farmland, which is better to turn into forestry. And they're turning it into forestry and, of course, turning it over. And, of course, that doesn't do our, our, um, our systems that well. We're, um, we're still a nation of, of dairy industry. And, however, even our government are very keen that we um, lessen the amount of dairy industry we've got due to the pollution the cows provide within the streams and rivers as we've got here. So yeah. there's there's always conflict as there is in every nation. I'm sure I'm not speaking alone here that every country faces these little issues. Um, and, you know, we've got a democratic government here that operates in the same system as the British system. And uh, with that, we're uh, able to debate the issues, whether we get the results we want every time. No, I can say we don't. But certainly, um, uh, it, it, you can you can be heard as a citizen, um, but it's not always you'll get what you want. Sure. So, some major exports being, as you say, forestry, dairy. I mean, Fonterra is the big co-op for dairy. There is, is the major player on the uh, stock exchange in New Zealand. Um, any other exports? Uh, Wine is really picking up. Our tourism is, is going, what uh, was going very, very well until yeah. we had COVID. Um, and that was, there was another huge proportion of our of our industries. Um, certainly the farming industry is that, and food, um, fruit, um, all that sort of industry is, grows very well in our soils. We have um, a lot of volcanic soils, which are very good for, um, for, for all sorts of um, crops. Uh, and we've got, um, significant land here. So the population of New Zealand, New Zealand's about the size of Britain, if you like, Great Britain, collectively. Okay. Um, 
and it actually would be um, we've only got five million here. Whereas what's Britain got, um, Kim? That's 60, 70 million, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not but sure, but it's a lot. Yeah, and you can see how you know we're we're sparsely populated. But in the last, um, I would say five to ten years, that population is, is gained from about three million to nearly five million. We're just under five million people in this country. So it's gaining significantly with a lot of immigrants coming here for the lifestyle. But more importantly, we're um, on the bottom of the globe, which is nice, clean and green down here. But we also COVID free at the moment. So that's that's a real blessing for that. So, so can we just segue to that briefly then? Um, the current situation, I mean, we hear about it on the news. I'm sure I'm not the only person that's aware that New Zealand and Australia are ranking right up there in terms of control. You know, why, why has that been the case? And and what has been the, the price to pay, if you like, for maintaining that level of control? Well, as a businessman, it, it's a very interesting subject, but as a businessman, the lockdowns were, you know, terrible. Um, but we um, we did it. We locked down really early. Um, some of us would say not early enough. But we did lock down, and um, that seemed to keep the virus out. Now, our reason, I think the reason why New Zealand and Australia are, uh, are quite clean of it is the fact that we're way down in the Pacific Ocean. So we don't have a lot of nations near us, plus our population. We don't live in close proximity to each other. You know, we've got, um, in, like I live in the city, you know, there's quite a, I've got lawns and grass around me, and uh, I'm just an average person. I don't have a lot of wealth. Um, but a lot of people can live in lifestyle blocks and enjoy that. So there's a lot of gaps between each person, and I think that sort of helps or lessens the opportunity for the virus to spread. Yeah. And we've been able to sort of, uh, manage that so far. Um, we're very aware that it can take hold and take a good grip of your nation if you let it. And uh, so far we've been, and I've got to say, I think it's a bit of luck in our, uh, in our side of it so far because the, um, the government haven't been too good on our borders. Um, they've been letting it through and not even noticing um, occasionally, but we've been able to mop it up, clean it up and get on with life um, and without any interruptions for a, for a while now. And we get, <laughs> we start to think that, you know, because we've been able to get sports events, all sorts of things that the rest of the world have not been able to enjoy. And we are enjoying that. We're enjoying this lot of space and our lifestyle is quite pleasant and it's almost back to normal, whereas a lot of countries aren't. But we, we are enjoying that right now. But one slip up, at the borders and we're in trouble. Yeah, yeah I see, I've uh, been following the Super 15 rugby, full, full audiences, crowds are then back to, you know, non-stop every week. Same as Australia with the rugby league and, and the rugby union have been playing to full audiences, which is quite unique in the world. I mean, we've seen the IPL just um, stop recently in India due to and due to COVID, but they were empty stadiums anyway. Um, just, just on that issue uh, for New Zealand uh, in terms of leadership, uh, we hear quite a lot about Jacinda uh, uh, Hearn as she is the Prime Minister of New Zealand, re-elected. Um, what sort of government is she running? What sort of policies have they had? Um, I noticed, I think yesterday, she's just been named by Forbes. I think it was Forbes as number one out of the top 100 leaders in the world or some such thing. Um, pretty significant. She's had a lot of press. What's the general feel um, about how she's going and how they're managing the... Uh, the COVID situation? Well, you know, like um, it's it's like like the British government system, except we've only got one house of parliament. But um, she was 
we, we had a, a national government, we call it, which was um, a conservative government in power for uh, quite a period of time, nine years, I think it was. And um, as it is, people need a refresh. So um, they swung a, I swung over to Jacinta Ardern, charmed, charmed us off. She, um, there was a battle going on between um, the, um, the more left-leaning uh, political parties and the right-leaning parties. And then they put Jacinda up, the left-leaning party put Jacinda up as their leader. Now, left-leaning obviously is very pro-employees, very pro-social um, issues. And, um, and she, as you know, she's famous worldwide now for um, trying to be kind to everybody. And, um, and that's really, I mean, we've got to say, I've got to say, um, it's, as a nation, we're very proud of that and proud that she's been recognised um, internationally for her kindness and um, and sort of the, the bits that she sells upon that. From a business perspective, <laughs> it's a different story. Um, it, it's um, she's the first three years um, she was in power. She had to share that power with a, a moderate, a person sitting in the middle, a guy called Winston Peters, and uh, he toned down all her policies. Now the next election came. She smiled again and just charmed the socks off all the Kiwis and she romped them with an election, um, just really destroyed the opposition. And um, now she's got ultimate power. Wow, we feeling it. So a lot of the socialistic um, policies are now getting drummed into us pretty dramatically. And business doesn't rate on her radar at all, on her government's radar. And uh, we're feeling quite neglected and also um, probably punished. Um, so yeah, the wages are going to be lifted up mandatory. Um, she's taking control of those and with um, new laws, which I'm very interested in. But we've seen it in all sorts of sectors. Um, one of the first things she did was stop all gas and oil um, production and research and exploration here in New Zealand, um, and that was not done with any consultation. And some of us were quite shocked as a whole. Like from New Plymouth, which is a, a city in New Zealand, that Kim will be familiar if you won't, but certainly. It, it was impacted quite dramatically on that. Um, and a, a lot of these things were, were done quite brutally, but um, she's certainly uh, right now making it felt that she, um, Jacinda's in charge and it's a socialist agenda. Some of us in business orientated, as a lot of people will be watching this, I'm sure, Kim, um, will be concerned as we are that, you know, will how will our economy go? Because since we had lockdown, obviously that cost our nation billions and billions of dollars in, in New Zealand money. That's huge. So um, what they've been doing is what we call printing money, and um, and just bringing it out of nowhere. And of course, that's not helping us at all. But um, New Zealand was in a pretty healthy um, position financially. So compared to a lot of nations like in Europe and whatever, we're still looking very very tidy. But what we don't like as business people is the borrowings that are going, well, they, um, the debt which is accumulating um, to cover off those periods of time. So we're flourishing and she's get, handing money out left, right and centre in New Zealand here. But what we're concerned about, when is that going to be repaid? And yeah. uh, a lot of us people in business, and we have to face those problems every day, whereas yeah. I think um, our Jacinda's background and, and commercial background was running a fish and chip shop and um, well, she worked in one. Yeah. Uh, and involved with unions. So, um, yeah, she's got the narrow business experience, which we're worried about our economy, that's for sure, but it's not affected at the moment. Well, that's interesting. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm linked with uh, Cinder on um, on LinkedIn and quite often comment and uh, 
and a number of the members of parliament actually, uh, including the Speaker of the House, who is my patrol leader at Boy Scouts. Um, but, uh, so One of the big, biggest villains in this country. We don't know all three, five million people by name, but you know, this is a small country. Um, well, look, that, now that's really interesting. And uh, you, look, you and I have, have agreed that we're going to do a live, just for our audience sake, uh, as, as, a claim, as a disclaimer, we've agreed now that we're going to do a live 10, 15 minute max, 15 minute max, no pun intended. Yeah, I got it. That's, that's what, what I'm called. That's what I'm going to call it um, every week from about two weeks' time about things uh, of, of topical things that are going on in business in New Zealand. Uh, we promise not to bore anybody, um, but there is a lot going on, and you have got an extremely interesting background, my friend. Um, you've had a lot of experience offshore, and you've, as I say, you've been involved on, on the employer side, which I want to segue into on various uh, meetings that we have. Um, the the union side um, from various angles and also a whole range of different things about the ecosystem in New Zealand, about health um, and about race relations, uh, our history, our colonial history, our current contemporary racial um, relations scenario in New Zealand, uh, which which I think in general we're, we're pretty proud of compared to a lot of countries. But, you know, there's a history there and we want to be honest about that and open about it. And uh, we also want to bring in some special guests that I know that you've got connections with from various elements of the uh, New Zealand economy and the New Zealand social and, and political scene. So we're really looking forward to that. Um, Max, I really appreciated you taking your time, um, especially considering we were supposed to record this yesterday and I didn't make it for various reasons. So uh, thanks very much. Yeah, for, <laughs> thanks for your patience. Uh, fantastic to talk to you. That's the end of today. Uh, Max, any any words to, to the audience on the way out about what we're going to be doing uh, for our weekly sessions? If you're a business person and uh, you want to know if New Zealand's open for business, I can assure you it is. But um, that's not the purpose of this discussion because um, what, what what it should do is whet your appetite because I think you can, you'll can you find some very interesting opportunities down here in New Zealand. We've got some beautiful, it's a beautiful nation. We've got more visual things than, um, than most whole continents provide in our little nation. So not only we've got beauty, we've got opportunities down here for business, but there's, there's also lots of space and, um, you know, watch on. Kim and I are going to bring you some um, things that you won't want to miss. Good stuff, Max. Fantastic words to take us out. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day or morning or evening. Um, we look forward to joining you. If you want to uh, lock in with us every every week, we'll give you the timings. It'll be up on LinkedIn. And, uh, yeah, 10-minute grab on what's going on in New Zealand. Thanks again, Max Whitehead, and uh, look forward to talking to you soon.